You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Welcome back to Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast. I hope your quarantine is going well. Ours is. I think it's going very well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Terry Goodlad. This is my wife, Anna Tigre. Hello, Terry. And uh, this, this, the topic we chose today, I guess, well, first of all, today's show is brought to you by blessedbodywear.com. Yes. Uh, and Silver Bullet. And Silver Bullet Anti-Aging. That keeps us young. <laughs> <laughs> or so we like to think <laughs> I'm, I'm going with that imagine what we would look like without it <laughs> so we, we've been very positive with our approach uh not just in our podcasts but and in this you know the articles that i'm writing and the stuff we post on social media but mm -hmm. you know we we are very positive at home about how we approach this you know we're making good use of the time the quarantine i think we started out a little rough like we? everybody yes <laughs> <laughs> no i think that the first two, three weeks. What, how long have we been locked down? Well, I don't remember, but I think there was an adjustment period where we had to get used to being all of us, you know, four adults, You're three talking kids about the in the house. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think me, there was an adjustment period. For me, it wasn't period. like I was happy from day but one. But you are, a, you don't care about socializing. No, I don't. And I, I don't, uh, very easy for you. Well, and too, and it's just like, uh, you know, I'm just, okay, we got all this time. What, what can we do with it? You know, it's mm -hmm. like, I want to do stuff because I'm sort of wired that way. Right. Yeah. And so for me, it was like, oh, you know, if you would have told me two months ago that, hey, you're going to have two months off. You can't do anything really. You can do whatever you want with that time. Because you don't have a choice. Because there's no choice. <laughs> and you're going to have to stay home and do, you know, do whatever you want to do. I would be like, oh my God, this is great, you know, mm -hmm. because there's so many things that I want to do, so many things I want to clean up, get done, businesses I want to reorganize, new ones I want to start, you know, stuff I want to write, you know, evaluate things. I want to read so many books. And, and so I'm just thinking, wow, this is just a gift from God, right? I'm just, I'm just flipping out. I'm so happy. So I was happy mm -hmm. and you were happy. Mm -hmm. relatively mm -hmm. uh the, the other part was just so much time i was with the mad kids. about the gym that really hit me yeah hard. and it didn't it didn't really bother me <laughs> like know, it's just that it we'll figure it out you know <laughs> and and but but i i noticed now i was, I was going through a post and it wasn't directed at us <clears throat> but it was somebody that that follows us and mm -hmm. and so i don't know if it was a passive aggressive thing or whatever i think what it was i don't think it was directed at anybody in particular it's just this person was at the end of the rope and they're basically saying listen i'm tired of hearing about all the positive ways to deal with <laughs> you know this thing you know the workouts and the this and the this yeah. and the, the stuff that everybody's posting you know i'm going through hell you know yeah. i'm this and this and this and i'm thinking you're sitting on a computer Posting something on social media, you're not going through hell. You know, right. it's difficult. I get it, you know, but I'm just looking at the logic there and I'm going, listen, you still have your fingers. You still have your, you know, you're obviously eating, you know, right. you're, you're, so, so the thing of it is, is just, okay, what can you do with the time? And it's just, to me, it's so illogical and ridiculous 
that no, no I, I understand. Yes, there's some hardships, right? There are definitely hardships, and there are people. We are going through hardships ourselves. Yeah, yeah, and I got some friends here that are metro cops, and you know, domestics are going through the roof. Yes. The other night they had four four SWAT calls in one day. Yeah. You know that kind of stuff is happening. Uh, you know, I was at my security job last night, and some guy all of a sudden goes walking past my vehicle and. I thought he was yelling at me at first, but he was on the phone yelling. So he's pushing a stroller with a baby in it. Oh my gosh. And yelling at somebody. And I thought, but apparently he had a Bluetooth on. He's chewing out his wife. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 15 minutes later, here comes this woman, you know, schlepping along in her bedroom slippers, you know, looking for her husband. He's waiting for her over the gas station and they're having this domestic out in the middle of the gas station parking lot. Wow. Because they, you know, probably couldn't, you know, they got intense at home. And so, yes, it's hard. It's really, really hard. There's no question it's hard. But the thing of it is, is that you can't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. And so I just look at that and go, I can't get, what can I change? What can I do? And I'm going to do this thing. But this person that was posting was just railing on that. Sometimes when you get in railing a really dark place, you don't want to hear about the positivity. And that's where that person got and to. See, I'm not that way, but I, but I, I, I didn't hear the, I didn't, I didn't hear, I didn't read the post you're mentioning. I don't even know who that is, but what I saw was a personal trainer that is doing live training sessions each day yeah. at 11. And she said, she posted, she's like, I'm gonna be live at 11. And if you have anything against that, just unfollow me or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, people are giving her grief because she's giving free, free workouts. Free training sessions. Yes, yeah. online. And I stopped and thought about that, I'm like, why would somebody write something negative about that? But that's the thing is that when emotions take over, we... And see me, I'm the logic guy. Right? Yes, you are. And, and so to me, it's just like, okay, you need to get over yourself for a minute and you know, go, go complain to your friend, but go in public rail on somebody because they're taking time out of their day. Like we know what it takes to do a live and to do a work. It's yeah. a big thing. You plan that you cut a big chunk out of your day. Right. Yep. And so they're using their time on quarantine, not to better themselves. They're bettering other people. Right. And you want to bash them, bash them. <laughs> right. I was going to use another B word, but <clears throat> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, okay, that's just really, really inconsiderate. But, but then you pointed something out to me and we when we were talking about this, you said, you know, yeah, they're on quarantine. Maybe they don't have anybody to talk to. Maybe this is the only way they can vent. Maybe this is the only way they can process their feelings. And then we got into this whole thing where I'm Mr. Logical. Yep. And you have a tendency to deal with things more on an emotional level. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> which, yes, which, of course. Which, which yes. on the surface appears illogical, but you, you had a very good argument. And what it is is just you're feeling these emotions and they've got to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I channel those emotions. I, like when stuff gets tossed at me, it's just like, okay, just move out of the way. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? It, it's just logical. And some people just want it to hit them in the forehead and, and complain about it and just wallow in this misery. Well, I... I and, and I say that, you know, I say that tongue in cheek when I say wallow in the misery. I understand. Well, I think that's the problem is that, you know, when you come... If somebody is feeling something very in a very intense manner and so much so that they don't even want to come out of that dark place. Like they just want to feel it. It's like they want to be miserable. Well, but there's another part of it. Those things, it's real. Like they're truly feeling it. 
And if you come to them with, without any compassion and without any validation for what they're feeling, because that's the reality, mm-hmm. and you just give them a very logical and rational solution, it's kind of like saying everything that you're feeling, it, it doesn't matter. And so they're going to fight you on that. Right. Because they are telling you, you don't know what I'm feeling. Right. You don't know what it's like to be me. And so obviously your solution doesn't apply. And so they're not even going to listen to the solution. And as a woman, obviously, like generally men are more logical and women are more emotional. That's I, always the, the, the men are from Mars, women are from Venus, women, men are from right. Mars book. Right. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think within that, there's a million different personalities. Yeah, because there's times and, when you are extremely emo, everything is deeply emotional, mm-hmm. but there's also, you've also function at a level of logic as well. Yes. You yes, know? absolutely. And I think and, even more so now with the kids, because you just because they're emotional. You don't have the luxury, <laughs> I have to be the last right? One. <laughs> and you don't have the luxury of everybody being emotional. The house yeah. falls apart. Yeah, right? but I I think I think when you when you do that when when you are when you are the one that can see the big picture and you are the one that has to be rational and you see somebody struggling to come out from that dark emotional place, the number one thing that you need to do to reach out to that person is validate their feelings and empathize and, you know, just let them know that they're heard. On a scale of one to 10, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being a really good job of doing that, one being not even, just not even acknowledging. Yeah. Where would you put me generally? <laughs> I'm going to say that in the past. On most things. 12, 12 years. 12 years. In the past 12 years, mm-hmm. you went from being a two. <laughs> <laughs> Am I a 10 now? <laughs> well, not quite. But you were pretty, pretty high up there at, you know, seven, I would say seven. I'm better at it with the kids because the kids, everything's emotional. Yeah, Nothing's you, logical. You're better with the kids. With me too, you expect, obviously, it's a, more of an adult conversation. So, but you have gotten much better at like allowing me to process things and to, to shift gears from being emotional to being rational. Because mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have a problem being rational it's just that I need a little time. Well, rational and logical. Logical. Two yes, different things. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm, I'm talking about logical. You're, yeah. you're always rational. <laughs> no, you know? sometimes I feel that when we. No, let, we let, just, let's just let's just cut to the chase here. I'm going to get called a racist for this. I know this, but Latin women, <laughs> Latin women have a reputation for being irrational. Irrational. Yeah. Okay. I think sometimes I am. I think that sometimes when when we give in a hundred percent to our emotions we act irrational mm-hmm. all of us and i think that um i'm not this stereotypical latin woman but i think there are times that i am give you one drink <laughs> <laughs> you become very stereotypical latin woman you know when, I, when i'm drink extremely often. tired or yeah. when i have a, a, not one but two yeah. Yeah. it's one of those butt chewings where you're smiling <laughs> beautiful sexy smiling glistening teeth the eyes are laughing (laughs) but the tongue is like ripping your your throat out that's 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 anna on one two two glasses of wine no one one 
Whatever you say, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, my love. No, I, I, I think this, and I'm going to say this. You were, I know you are. You are a cancer, mm-hmm. and for a man, you are very emotional, and you're an artist. You are emotional, and you are. Oh, well, I don't think I deal with things like I think I deal with things very logically. No, like problem, this is problems. this is this is what you are. You have you your em- hear about me now. Yes, <laughs> you have your emotional, like not emotional. What would say you 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 communicate passionate. All, passionate and all of your feelings mm-hmm. and then you throw that out there and i'm like yes i'm here for you and i embrace it so i get very passionate and emotional <laughs> about it and then like 15 minutes later you come back with 100 percent logic and like sometimes contrary to everything you just said and i'm going no, I thought we were going to the right and now you're going to the left. Like, hold on, you know. And that'll be this episode <laughs> of... <laughs> I'm just joking. Isn't that true, though? Well, I, I think you get passionate agree. when you get angry or yeah. when you... When I'm getting when you angry, get angry, I'm one of those guys that, okay, enough. Then I'm not going, I'm not going in the car. I'll walk home. Yes. Like I'm one of those guys, yep. right? Yep. But... You haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> you haven't walked on in a whole, in a long time. I did it. I did it once, and and uh, I realized it was just really not not a good idea. Not productive. Yeah. Hey, that thing. was a good walk. Then I'm just trying to think of a time when 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 I get really emotional, and what 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 upsets me is injustice. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I'm just hitting on something here. Injustice and not being heard. Yeah. And this is what I'm doing to these people. Yeah. They just need a place to vent about quarantine and what, right. how it's affecting their lives. Because the thing is, is, you know, we've, we've talked about before triggers mm-hmm. and we talked about, and we all have different triggers. And, and just, uh, just to interrupt, let's be real here for a second. The reality is, is that our life is changing drastically. Mm-hmm. Our business has been affected drastically mm-hmm. and we will be announcing a major change in our business. Right. There's a major change in our life. Like really the foundation of our life has fallen out underneath us. Yes. And everything's come crashing down and like that. It's just even more so at a time like that, I think you need logic. You were choosing, right, right. <laughs> because uh, it's like, right. okay, I can sit here and, and you know, pee in my cornflakes <laughs> and feel sorry for myself. Yeah. But, you know, so if I do that for half an hour, that's just a wasted half hour. Right. Because nothing gets solved. And so I need to solve something. So I've got something positive to report. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I get hyper logical, mm-hmm. if there is such a thing. But that's when I just hyper focused. Yeah. The more stress and problems there are, the calmer I get, the more. Yes. You know. You know well, some of it, though, is your training, too. Yeah. Not always calm. Right? But I, As a policeman. Yes. yes. You had to take charge of situations. Right. And then you process it later. Right. That's so, true. So, you know, I'm going to say that when things. That's true. Cause whenever there's like a, a death in the family or something like that, never affects me right then and there. Right. I know. Okay. We need to do this. We need to do this, 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 right. this, everybody else is falling apart. And I'm just like, mm, you know, and then months later you, or a week later or right. whenever, all of a sudden it's just like, boom, it hits you. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's true. That's, that's, I guess that's me personally yeah i'm not sure if that's a whole stereotype or a group of people that are like that but but still it just makes sense to me that when 
like when everything hit the fan with us here over the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. I just pivoted, mm-hmm. started a whole new business, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I've got some things going and, and like, this is going to be, you know, a, a, a minor little blip on the line, but we're going to keep on rolling. Right. right. And it's actually going to work to our benefit right. because I've, because I didn't get emotional was logic. Look for the opportunity in this. Right. Instead of feeling sorry for myself and boom, now, and there, now this the, is going to end up being better than ever. This is, you know, this is a big major thing in, on a smaller scale. I, I actually had this conversation on a blast podcast. Um, you know, people are in quarantine and you see a lot. I see a lot on my feed uh, on Facebook, people talking about gaining weight, right? Eating for comfort, uh, drinking the a memes. lot more. The memes are the best amazing, memes ever. right? <laughs> Uh, but with that said, if you allow yourself to go towards, you know, behaviors that are not healthy, just using as an excuse, the quarantine and not being able to do the Mm -hmm. normal things that we do, how are you going to come out of this and how much harder life will be and how Mm -hmm. much more you are going to dislike what you've done so at some point you have to take a step back and be like okay this is going to end someday this will end exactly and how am i going to feel you know and where do i go from there and how about i should have made different choices two weeks ago or four weeks ago but Mm -hmm. i didn't but so, the next so best time Facebook, is today. Yeah, you know, now you're on Facebook complaining because you should have made better choices. Right. And wish you would have done something and have regret, right? And now you hate the people that are actually taking the free boot camp classes. Yeah. So it's, you know, I think this, I think that this is a time to be very understanding of what, what everybody's going mm-hmm. through, but also to take a step back and be like, you know what? Turn off the news turn off everything that is making me feel gross yep. and focus on the things that will make me feel better. Right. And so whatever your worries are, there's a solution for that problem. Start seeking those solutions. And see, that's that logical side of you. Right. Right now speaking. Right. But there's also the emotional side. You know side. what? So I, I, I guess Last we, week, mm-hmm. for example, this is my emotional side. You started a, a new job two weeks ago. Right. Our life turned upside down because all of our routines are off. Right. Now you're coming back, you know, six in the morning. So you have to sleep all morning. I have to get the kids out of there so they don't make noise. And the kids are upset because it's a new routine. And so I started getting really tired and worn out. And so I didn't want to go work out in the garage. And then when Elaine, because Elaine likes working out together, and sometimes when I'm overwhelmed, because I have kids that need me all day, right? And then I have still business. I want to be by myself. So I want to go for a run or this Mm -hmm. and that. And even though I knew that was going to be better for me to go in the garage and get a workout with Elaine, I was just like, I don't even want to hear it. Don't even bring it up anymore. (laughs) It's kind of like that. Facebook post. It's just like that. I, I'm not going to the garage. And then it took me a few days and I'm like, I'm going to go in the garage because that's what's better for me. You know, you hit on something earlier, Anna, and, and I think this is, I think this is definitely a, 
something that needs to be considered. And that is, you, you said as part of my training. And, and I think back, you know, there was a time when things didn't go my way. It was just, oh my God, it's the end of the world. Mm -hmm. And then all I could see is just this domino effect of all these things, how they're going to fall apart. And oh my gosh, you know, what's going to, you know, and you just get anxiety and you're stressed out. And, and, and then I learned that, you know, again, being, being a cop mm -hmm. or, or, even more so, I think being in business, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you like when a cop, you, you, when you get into a, a, like, I remember one time I'm just, it just, just pops into my head. Cause this is a perfect example of that. Uh, it was the summertime. Uh, there was a motorcycle in a car. We're going to leave a, a traffic light and race. And mm -hmm. so they did the motorcycle got way ahead. There was a car like a block or so ahead turning left, turned in front because the motorcycle was going so fast that the driver of the car couldn't judge the disc. Okay. Well, behind these kids that were racing was a whole, it was a graduation, high school graduation party. So all these cars were moving from one place to another place for this party and basically saw their friend, hit this car and there, this kid was destroyed. There, mm -hmm. there probably wasn't a bone in his body that wasn't broken. And, okay. and there was nothing there. Like his head was just completely collapsed. The skull was collapsed. The, the, the shell of the helmet had actually removed itself from the lining and it kept on rolling another block. He had hit so hard. And because he basically hit this car, there was little movement and just boom, smacked down right on the pavement. Right. So, we get there right away and of course this kid all of his friends had stopped so they're out there and they don't understand why we're not doing cpr on this kid right there wasn't anything there to do cpr on it was like jelly right, right? <clears throat> and so you're trying to this is obviously a crime scene now or potentially a crime scene so you have to contain that scene and we probably had 200 or more high school kids out there drinking freaking and emotional out. and freaking out because they just saw their friend die. Yeah. Right. And so you're trying to control that situation. It was a very, very busy night and we couldn't find backup mm -hmm. to come to that. You know, it was hard to find backup. So we're there trying to control two of us trying to control this crime scene. There were a bunch of injured people there that were trying to tend to them and we're on our own. Right? right and we're trying to keep this crowd contain contained and they're getting angry with us now. So sure. they want to lynch us. Right. Okay. And so in a situation like that, do you feel sorry for yourself? You can't. No, no. You, you. What's you important take charge here? Of the situation. Preserve life first. Control it. You know. You got to. So, so I look at stuff like that, and for me, that kind of stuff was just natural. It just it was a very very simple easy thing to do. Mm -hmm. You know. But again, there there are other times though when and now in business, uh, business is just a series of problems and solutions. That's all business is. It's mm -hmm. not, it's not free schedules and days off and do whatever you want. No, it's long, long days, usually seven days a week. And it's just nothing but problems and figuring out solutions to them. Right. And if you do anything other than that, your business is going to fail. Right. Okay. And so, and, and you're lead, you're the leader. So when there's a problem, everybody's looking to you mm -hmm. to how you handle it. Right. And that's what keeps your business strong. And so, there's, there, but there's such a strength in that. And then you go home after and you might sit there and process it then, like you said. Right. But even so, it's just like, okay, you chose to be in business. You chose to be a cop. Mm -hmm. You chose that. And it's going to be difficult. These are the things that happen. That comes with the line. It's like getting a puppy. You have to walk them. You have to clean up the crap. You have to, yes. that, you wanted a puppy. That's what getting a puppy is, right? Yep. And, and so when you, 
I call it growing up, when you become an adult, when you grow up and realize that everything, whatever you choose, we choose to have children because they look cute in their clothes and they say funny things and <laughs> and they're so sweet and oh, like just choose happened. them for that. <laughs> but the reality is, is that they might become drug addicts. They might get killed. They might get horribly sick. They might do we never know. a yes. million things all day long that drive you up the wall. You yeah. know what I mean? That's just as much a reality. And if you don't accept that from the outset, mm -hmm. you know, you're just irresponsible, I, I believe, that you have to look at the whole thing in its entirety and what's your capability of, of dealing with that. And of course, this is Mr. Logic. Right? Yes. Now, are there going to be emotional times in there? Absolutely. But, you know, there's a pandemic, a global pandemic. Nobody can do anything about it. You know, uh, we can't go back in time and you know, to wherever this started and, and ended there. We, we have to live with it now. It's not going to be easy. And the point is, there's no safety nets. Nobody's going to come and save you. Right. You know, you're on your own. You have to figure it out, right? And so you just do it. Now, there's going to be emotional times. Mm -hmm. so, so this is how my brain works. And, and, and it's just very difficult for me to look at somebody like that and just say, okay, you just need to... Are you going to post like a day later once you process this and you, you're sorry? Are you going to post that too? Right. You know, like, Probably you're, like not. you're hurting people. That person there is going through the same crap you are. Right. That's a personal trainer. That personal trainer isn't making any money right now. Right. Okay. They might be losing their car, their house. They're, you know, they don't have medical insurance. They, you know, they're going through the same stuff you are. They're just choosing to do this for you. Yes. So understand, like go ahead and process your your feelings publicly understand that right but then go back and make amends for the people that you hurt because you hurt people yeah yeah you, like that's the way i think you're right about that yeah and and i agree uh, you know i think some people um they they don't have another way to get Pro those feelings out of right. their and this is what I, I was thinking about last night, this poor couple, you know, and they're, they're just a young couple and they're <laughs> walking across this lot and this guy, you know, the dad, the dad, which was so not typical, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and of course I'm sitting there stereotyping and judging. Right. So, right. so I'm sitting there and watching this dad has had the, the wherewithal to get his child all bundled up and all the stuff they needed. And he's got in a stroller and they're going across and it's just a young child, like a yeah. baby, you know, yeah. in a stroller. <clears throat> and, and then he's on the phone, giving her the business, you know, telling her what for. And, and, and then a few minutes later she comes along. So I'm expecting that she's drunk or, you know, something. Right. And, and no, she's, they're just a young couple locked away, going Try through hell doing their thing. And so I thought, you know, okay, where, where can they go? Who are they going to talk to? Can you go to a marriage counselor? Can you, what, what do you do? Right. You're stuck. And so I, I get, I get why somebody would post something like that. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, so I understand it. Unfortunately for, for that same person to feel better, they have to do the opposite of what they're trying to do. Right. They have to take a deep breath and be like, you know what? Maybe my situation's hell. What can I do to turn it around? Because it all starts on your mind. And you know what just hit me now? Is that I needn't be judging them either. <laughs> what I need to do is I need to send them a private message and say, is there anything I can do to help? And that just because might be what changes everything. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, that just occurred to me. Here I wanted to do the exact same thing that person's doing and just rail on them. 
mm-hmm. for the injustice they're they're perpetrating, and and I'm doing the same thing. And really, what it is is that's somebody that I should be reaching out to because I'm I'm doing good. Right. We're doing amazingly well through this whole thing, yeah. and especially me, I think like I I enjoy. I sit at work for 12 hours by myself with nobody to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> and then I come home and, and, you know, I just, you know, I, I just don't mind being by myself and, and I make good use of that time. I've done so much. I've probably done more work in the last three weeks than I have in the last six months. And, and it's been great and because I'm not distracted by other things. Uh, but here's a situation where not everybody's like me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the first lesson whenever you, hit a crossroads with somebody is just accept that not everybody's going to be like you, even though your way works really well for you. Right. It doesn't work well for everybody. Understand the other person. And at the end of the day, this person that was writing that, in fact, I'm going to f- go back and find that post. And I'm going to write to that person. Cause now I feel bad. Good. And dad just might be, cause they're obviously what, what they're saying, there. whatever the details don't matter. Right. But they're having a hard day and they're, they're at the end of their rope. Yep. Absolutely. And that's what I should be doing is just going, you know what? Do you need help? Do you need money? Do you need, what do you need? Can do you want I somebody to talk you? to? Can I pray for you? Can I call you? You know, yeah. that's what I need to do. That well, was an unexpected you. end to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. It just came to me, Anna. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back in a couple of days with another episode of Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast. And reach out to people. Try to be a pillar of strength for them. They they need it.